When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. It's time to continue the countdown for Alabama softball's top five moments of 2019. The Out of the Box Boys, as always, here with you, Gray Roberts and Tom Canterbury. Tom, we've already gone over number five. It's mm-hmm. time to get to number four. And what a moment this was. It's it's long because this was the longest game ever, but you're going to want to hear every part of it. <laughs> yes. It's the fifth, sixth, and seventh innings versus Arizona State in regionals. We saw a lot of craziness this year in terms of first pitch to last pitch, though. This game might have been the most insane. Yeah, it, it, it was back and forth. A lot of crazy things happening. Uh, it and The thing about Arizona State was they had so much offense in their lineup up and down that they right. were they were, you know, so potent as far as that going dangerous. But then they, they were very shaky in the circle which led to you being able to counter the offense that Arizona State had. And that's what, that's what happened up and down this entire game. And I think one of the things that doesn't get enough recognition for Alabama softball is the record in regional play. Right. The fact that they, they have been in every super regional round there has ever been, it just, it just shows you the, the consistency, the high level that Patrick Murphy has been able to establish it in Tuscaloosa and at Alabama yeah, they get to host regionals a lot because they have great regular seasons, but then to be able to take care of business in regional play, uh, not only have they won all the, all these regionals to get to super regionals, they, it's not like they're, they're not having to fight out a loser's bracket either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have indivi- uh, an individual streak, I think it's around 37, if I remember correctly. Uh, Might be a, a bit north of that, I yeah, think. But. Maybe now at this point, but it's just it, it's amazing how many that they've won in a row, just individual regional games and then regionals as a whole. And uh, and it could, because you're going to run into teams like Arizona State. You know, Alabama's had some really good teams in regionals that they've been able to defeat to make it to Super Regionals, and this is another one. Well, and and this is starting from the top of the fifth inning, so let's let's take it to that moment. Mm-hmm. So we're in a situation where Alabama loses. We play again in 30 minutes. We go to the top of the fifth inning. Arizona State is up 5 nothing. They have hit home runs off Sarah Cornell. Sarah admittedly not pitching her best. Sure. Arizona State was taking advantage. I am mentally preparing for to have to run to CVS to get – New boards because I did not bring extra supplies. Right, Rhodes is quiet, pretty yeah. dead, which and doesn't happen. No, in postseason especially. And then we get a top of the fifth inning that includes maybe, possibly the moment of the year, the Bailey Hemphill Grand Slam. Oh, just amazing! And you know we that it was a as I talked about in the before the uh, number five when I was talking about some of the other moments of the year. Uh, Grand slams were a big part of the uh, of the Alabama. Uh, offense this year and that shows you you know the clutch gene that this Alabama mm-hmm. offense had not only to load the bases how many times was it you know in the years past we'd hear seen the Alabama load the bases and nothing really come of it too many you're right now was not the case this year you know the bases were loaded Alabama took advantage yes absolutely and and that fifth inning tied it up if you listen to us which you will if you're listening to this then you can hear that 
the tone is that Alabama's won. We, I mean, at right. that point, even though it's tied, you're like, okay, the tide has turned. Everyone's been able, yeah, everyone's been able to you know, take a deep breath. Exactly. Where, you know, Everything's right. fine. Alabama's about to get back on track. They get a quick inning in the bottom of the fifth, come back, score three in the sixth, and then Arizona State just doesn't go away, and that leads to just a dynamic finish that includes a potential weather delay, no. a fake weather delay for a brief <laughs> couple minutes. I mean, right. it really did have everything. Yeah, it's that the, Arizona State was just so you know pesky. They, they yes, would not, you know, it wouldn't stop. You know, most teams, you know, they fold the tent when that happens. And you got to give Arizona State credit for for saying it, saying in it, and uh, coming back and, and making Alabama need uh, to win that game late. Yes, After, you know they they very easily could have folded the tents when they were you know when they gave up the five spot and now all the momentum is on Alabama's side. So shall we depl- get to it? Yes, let's get to it. This is the fifth, sixth, and seventh inning versus Arizona State. Your number four, Alabama, top five moment of the 2019 season. Take a listen. A two-run homer in the bottom of the third and a three-run homer in the bottom of the fourth has given Arizona State a 5-0 lead as we head to the top of the fifth inning. Two up for the Crimson Tide here in the fifth. Claire Jenkins, Maris Schroeder, and Alyssa Brown, 8-9-1. Facing Ciela Meza in the circle for the Sun Devils. What's the fastest way for Tide fans in Northwest Alabama to get to worldwide destinations? The Golden Triangle Regional Airport. Just one hour from Tuscaloosa with no construction traffic. GTR Airport in Columbus, Mississippi provides easy parking and short security and check-in lines. Golden Triangle Regional Airport is simply more convenient. Visit them at gtra.com. Claire Jenkins will lead things off. She walked her first time up and got a nice ovation from the fans here. Again, as we've talked about, just need to have something good happen for Alabama to get the momentum and get the atmosphere turned back in your favor. And we've seen Alabama have big innings this year. Remember, they were trailing 5 nothing to Mississippi State, and I think it was in the fifth. Alabama got nine runs in that game. Now, they would eventually go and lose, but let's forget that part. Right. No, but it was great when it happened. Yes, and it's all about getting it started. And if you're Jenkins, you've got to play the strike zone. You walked last time, but you have to play what the umpire's giving you. Don't go too hard. First pitch is low for ball one. Not only did she walk her first time up, she walked on four straight pitches. Yeah. So, And then if you're Patrick Murphy, it's all about being smart behind her. And again, Alabama's got to be patient today. The 1-0 pitch, foul back. One ball and one strike. You're not going to get it all back with one swing. It's not possible. But you can get it back by piecing together hits. Remember, in that nine-run inning, you had the three-run home run from Reagan Dykes and a double from KB Sides, and that was it extra base-wise. All right. The rest of it was singles. The 1-1. Jenkins lays down a bunt, but it pops back up and hits her while she's still in the batter's box, so that's going to be a foul ball. The ball and two strikes. Trisha Ford will come and protest. I like the idea. There's a pitch in the zone, but... Now, unfortunately, you're behind in this at-bat, and now are, are we going to talk about this? Yeah, just to just to make sure we're we're all on the same page. Okay, I'm 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 wary every time yeah. I see the home plate umpire Chris Drum make any sudden movements, <laughs> and most of the movements have not been sudden today. No. 
Just a huge pitch. One-two pitch on its way, and it's high. Two balls and two strikes. Arizona State only out hitting tied five to three. It's, I mean, it's been situational hitting, Tom. Yep. Bama two for, excuse me, Arizona State two for six, risk. And that ball is driven to right center field and ranging over to the gap to make the catch is Heckbark for out number one as Jenkins got a hold of that one, but it just stayed up in the air too long. There's one down. Yeah, that one was fighting the wind. The wind going a little bit right to left, a little straight out. Jenkins put a charge in it, probably her best hit ball of the weekend, but tough, tough situation. Again, now this can't be a three-up, three-down inning for Alabama. You got to get something. Mayor Schroeder steps in. The first pitch is high for ball one. Schroeder flew out her first time up. That was a fly out on a hit and run first pitch. So really, the first chance she's getting to attack Mesa on her own was 0 for 3 yesterday against Arizona State. And the 1-0. They called strike. One and one. Got to find hits. That's it. The 1-1. One, one. That one is driven to deep right field. That one's way back. Way gone. Solo home run by Maris Schroeder. It's 5-1 Arizona State, but Alabama has a little bit of momentum finally here in this ballgame. That'll work. Said they had to find hits, and who says Arizona State can have all of the fun with the power game today, and that's a response. It there counts, yep. but it's a response, and Alabama gets the crowd back into it. Maris Schroeder, most importantly, is productive because the top of the order coming up, the last thing you want to do is have Alyssa Brown up with two outs and no real chance to use her ability, and now you've got Brown up, who two for two. Hey, I mean, there's yeah. a chance for this to be a big inning for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, so now you get to the top of the order and you can really get something going. See what Brown does. First pitch. Alyssa takes it for a called strike on one. And Maris with another home run. Now at 11 on the year. Tuscaloosa Toyota RBI 34. Get your lowest price first at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Got to find a way to keep it going with Brown. The one pitch is a high chopper to Gorteras, and it will not be caught. Went over her head in the center field, and Alyssa Brown is on, and we can really feel now this Alabama crowd and the team getting up as that's the third single of the day by Alyssa Brown. I've talked about the it factor all year. This is a great chance for it. Kaylee Towers, KB side, stepped into the box, pointing at her face, saying, you got this. You got this. KB sides has not been a factor today at all, but she was a huge part of the offense yesterday. Needs to find a pitch to keep this inning going. 0 for 2 on the day. The first pitch. Sides takes a called strike. 0 and 1. Brown has two stolen bases on the day, but was thrown out her last attempt in yeah. the third inning. We're not going to see Alyssa Brown steal. This inning is too important, and she is too important on the base pads. The 0-1 is slapped. Foul over the third base head. Count moves 0-2. If you can get a situation where Bailey Hempel's at the plate in this inning, you've got a chance here to really do some damage. You've either got the bases loaded, or you've already got a run or two in. But it starts with each player getting aboard. 
Stringing together hits, as we talked about. Hazel looks in. The 0-2. Slap foul once again. Interesting to see a last-second shift by Gorterez at short. She was playing closer to third, but right before the pitch was delivered, moved over to second, probably anticipating a steal there from Brown. And that's a big gap. Sides, when she slaps, likes to go through the 5-6 hole. Another 0-2. That one's low and away. The ball and two strikes. Ooh, Tom. Arizona State has Mejia warming up in the bullpen. Now, if you're the Sun Devils, you got to think about this. If it gets to, say, 5-3, do you bring in Mejia knowing if you win, you probably have to throw her in the next game? The 1-2, and that's a chopper up the middle. Gutierrez has it. The throw will not be in time. Infield hit for KB sides, putting runners now on first and second with one out here in the fifth inning. Perfectly executed right over the head of Meza and Gorterez had her if she could get the ball out of the glove, but for whatever reason, couldn't quite make the play, and this is what had to happen. The crowd on fire, the team fired up, KB sides with the emotion and the swagger we're so used to seeing, and now we'll see Arizona State try and Swell every, calm everything down, quell that momentum with a meeting in the circle. Yeah, Trisha Ford coming out to talk with the entire Sun Devil infield. Gortera still thought that she got sides at first, but I thought KB was saved yeah. by a good step, at least half a step, if not a full step. And as I said, I think Gortera might have had her, but for whatever reason, there was a delay getting the ball out of the glove. I don't know if it was trying to speed it up, maybe looking at second to see if she could get Brown, which is a waste of time. Right. And that mistake, that little tiny mental mistake, whatever whatever happened there, has put Alabama in prime position. Tal is looking to drive, but not looking to swing at balls. If you get something out of his own, take the walk. Which has been a strength of, of Kaylee Tao all year. First pitch. Hmm. Give me a strike. No balls and one strike. Tao is 0 for 2 today with a pop out and a strikeout. No matter what happens in this game, have a day, Alyssa Brown. 3 for 3. The 0 1 is high. One ball, one strike. Have a regional, yeah. Alyssa Brown. 6 for 9. And this is after folks on social media were saying Alyssa <laughs> should move to the bottom of the order because she wasn't getting it done. Folks, it's a game of ebbs and flows. And it has been quite the ebb for Brown. 1-1 is fouled back by Tao. Ball and two strikes. That was a pitch right there that she could have hammered. Yeah. But she recognized it too late. And still just barely missed it. The last thing you want to do is have an unproductive out here. It has to be something that moves Brown to third, hopefully sides to second. No double plays. The one-two pitch, low and away. Two balls and two strikes. Quick Cook's Best Control scoreboard update. Top of the third, Ole Miss up 3-0 on Louisiana. Rebels need two. Loudest the crowd's been today. The 2-2. Tao swings and barely gets a piece to stay alive. Two balls and two strikes. And Tao takes a walk almost all the way to Allison Habits in the first base coaching box after that one. She was fooled by the pitch, but was able to slow her swing down enough to get a piece 
to stay alive. And she wants this. Yep. I mean, just the body language, the motion to KB sides before sides batted, and the wind is blowing left to right. 2-2 is high, and the count is full. Three balls and two strikes. And as you mentioned, Gray, Bailey Hemphill is on deck for the Crimson Tide. She's so, going to get a shot. If you're Mesa here, you got to throw a strike. Yeah. You don't want to load the bases for Bailey. Payoff pitch. Tao fouls it off. We'll do it again. Three and two. What a response by this team. They're now out hitting Arizona State 6-5. <laughs> but they trail them in the run column 5-1. And looking for a first hit with a runner in scoring position. 0 for 5 today. A hit would score Alyssa. Here comes the payoff. And that one's again fouled off. It'll get out of play. Oh, this has got to this could be a 10-pitch at bat at this point. Yeah, this is quite a battle. This is the ninth pitch of the at bat. Trying to, trying to do quick math. <laughs> Not the time for it. This again looks in. Another 3-2. It's a changeup high for ball four. And Kaylee Tao draws her 62nd walk of the year in a huge spot, loading the bases with one out for Bailey Hemphill. All right, a lot of things to consider here. First off, they have to pitch to her. Obviously, no bases to go. Second, will Arizona State employ the shift? It looks like their infield is going regular against Hemphill, and there is a huge gap down the right field line. Now, Bailey doesn't go in that direction often, but if she were able to hit one down that side, it clears the bases. Yeah, the infield is normal, but the outfield is shifted to the left. First pitch to Bailey, high and tight for ball one. Hemphill is one for one today, singled in the fourth and walked in the first. And that single was a line drive through the 5-6 hole down the left field line. And Gortera is playing deep. Now, again, you'd love to just get a run. Sack fly would work, too, although you'd love more. The 1-0 is drilled to deep center field. Way back. Way gone. Get out the mustard and the rye bread. Grandma, it's a grand salami, and we're tied up at five here in the top of the fifth inning. 23rd homer of the year for Bailey Hemphill. The sixth grand slam for the Tide, and it's a whole new ball game. Get off the number 22. Bailey's been stuck on 22 home runs for so dang long. Man. And she wasn't in the conversation for SEC Player of the Year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is clutch. Oh, my gosh. And it was big time Bailey. First time she needed to be that in a while. Oh, my gosh. And this place is going nuts. And Arizona State has to make a pitching change. Mesa credit her. She pitched a whale of a ball game. But Alabama did two things right. They played the strike zone. What did I say going into the inning? They had to play the game that was being delivered from Chris Drum behind the plate. And number two, when they got ahead, they swung. I'm out of breath. <laughs> Bailey Hemphill just changed this season again. She's done it all year, and she does it one more time. And we're tied up. Unbelievable. Let's take a timeout, catch our break. Breath as Trisha Ford makes the AT&T call to the bullpen. Back in a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. IMG Call. Arizona 
State head court. Coach Trisha Ford makes the AT&T call to the bullpen. Stay connected all season long with AT&T. More for your thing, that's our thing. AT&T is a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide and the new pitcher for Arizona State is Samantha Meha, a right-handed junior, and she throws her first pitch for a ball to Skylar Wallace, who is at the plate. 0 for 2 on the day as Alabama has tied things up off a grand slam by Bailey Hemphill. What's happening? Oh, no. Are we in a, are we in a weather delay, or are we still in commercial? I think we're still in commercial. I'm no, not sure. we're not. TV's back. Well, that gives us a chance to read Mejia's line, right? Yeah, and uh, Mejia, I think we're good. Okay. 4-1-2 ERA, 16-9 record, 35th appearance, 125 and two-thirds innings, 131 hits, 87 runs, 74 earned, 55 walks, 94 Ks. You'll see mid-60s, screw curve change. She pitches to contact, but the change is the difference maker. Difference is you can see it. Yeah. She speeds up the motion when she's throwing up the change, and Alabama has to look out for that. And she comes in with this crowd as raucous as it's been all year. The 1-0 to Wallace comes Comes in high, two balls and no strikes. Alabama with a five spot here in the fifth after Arizona State put up two in the third and three in the fourth to take a five nothing lead. It's now five five with one out in the fifth inning. The two zero pitch, high three zero. After Claire Jenkins flew out on a well hit ball to right center field. Mary Schroeder, a solo home run. Back-to-back singles by Alyssa Brown, KB Sides. Kaylee Tao drew a walk. And then a grand slam home run by Bailey Hemphill, giving Alabama the tie game. Looking for more here. The 3-0 is high for ball four. And Wallace takes a four-pitch walk from Meha as she came in out of the bullpen and has not found the strike zone as of yet. And I have to send a shout-out to... Our buddy Sydney Littlejohn, she texted me and said it has to happen. That Grand Slam Tom was right over her head. <laughs> and uh, I, I also tweeted out before that inning the it factor had to come through. Yeah. Boy, did it. Boy, did it. Man, this team is special, but still work to do. Reagan Dyke steps in. That's a changeup that's in there for a called strike. 0 and 1. Wow. Now, if you're Alabama, you, that was a great moment, but as I said, still work to do. Yeah. You're still tied. You can't settle. You have to keep attacking here in this fifth. And this has been Arizona State's worst inning this year. The 0-1 pitch. That's a high chopper off the third baseman's glove, but it's going to be called a foul ball. It's the right call. I think it's right, too. But (laughs) the day Chris Drum has had, she's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) That's for sure. And the crowd letting her have it. I'm looking at the TV replay. Tiffany Green can move her hand. I think it's the right call. Yeah, I think it was, too. Now, that being said, as I mentioned, this is Arizona State's worst inning. To look at their score by inning, a lot of better than plus 20, plus 25, plus 40 in the third. In the fifth, now they've been outscored this year, 48 to 28. By far, their worst this year. Alabama outscoring opponents now 56-26 here in the fifth. The 0-2 is outside. Ball and two strikes now on Dykes. I mean, gosh, can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> the way this game changed on a dime. The one-two. Dykes pops this one up in foul ground. It's going to get out of play. Nice catch made by a Bama fan. About three rows deep behind home plate. 
That remains one and two on Dykes. So we've seen games like this in the tournament. You mentioned yesterday, Wisconsin coming back and beating Notre Dame. The one, two. And that one is driven to deep left, and it will go off the left fielder's glove. Rounding second is Wallace, and she is getting the, oh, she got the green light for a moment, but then stopped. Probably a good play yeah. because that throw was coming in and might have mowed her down. But now Alabama runners on second and third. Still one out here in the top of the fifth inning as the left fielder, McCarty, was burned by Reagan Dykes there. And look who's coming up to pinch hit in this situation for oh, Alabama. Oh, yes. It's going to be Caroline Hardy. Coming in for Morgan. I like this call. Maddie Morgan has just not been seeing the ball well today. Caroline Hardy has been superb <laughs> in regional play, hitting 500. Yesterday, the bases clearing double on an 0-2 count. And Tom, in the last 10 games, has been no slouch. Now she's hitting 600, three of five. So after that really poor stretch from her in the beginning of conference play, the Hardy party can really get going here in the fifth with a base hit of any kind or as you need from a pinch hitter, anything. Right. A walk, a sacrifice fly, Sack. something to give Alabama the lead right here. Sack fly would certainly do it. 5-5, five, five, runners on second and third with one out. The first pitch to Hardy is high and tight for ball one. That is a double for Reagan Dykes as McCarty got a glove on it, but it was over her head. Yeah, and that is, we've talked about it all year, right? How some of the outfields don't give Alabama power hitters respect. Here's one of the times it comes back to haunt the defense. The 1-0. Hardy takes it low, two balls and no strikes. Hardy on the year, batting 218, 12 of 55, six runs scored, two doubles, five homers, and 16 runs driven in. And of course, had that three RBI double with the bases loaded in the third inning yesterday. Looking to attack here on the 2-0 count. Here comes the 2-0 pitch, and that one's line. It's going to be foul, but Hardy saw it well, but was out in front. Two and one. I've known Caroline Hardy for a couple years now, one of the first players I talked to when I joined you. I've watched her play. I've watched her swing. I've never seen her with as much confidence as she has at the plate right now. And again, anything, anything in play probably scores Skylar Wallace. Wind blowing out. And two one pitch. Fouled off down third baseline, two and two. Drop ball there from Mejia. That's not a pitch. She really goes too much in her arsenal. And well employed right there by the pitcher. Five, five, one out. Runners on second and third here in the top of the fifth. And we're trying to take the lead right here. The 2-2, two -two, low and away, and the count is full. Three balls and two strikes on Caroline Hardy. I don't think it is hyperbole if I say this is the biggest pitch of the game for Arizona State. Yeah. You don't want to load the bases with one out and give Alabama a chance to really bust this game open. Might see a change from Mejia. Payoff pitch, grounded to third, and it is a foul ball. Kennedy played it and ran into Skylar Wallace, but they were both in foul ground when all that happened, so nothing but a foul ball. And it was that changeup from Mejia. Good job by Hardy waiting. That is a pitch that has fooled her all year long. Yeah. 
again, I think that's confidence. You know, two months ago, she probably swings and misses. Today, fouls it off, looking for a better one. 3-2 on its way. Again, hammered, but again, foul. Off of the green roof of the clubhouse on the left field line. Do it again, 3-2. and two. Another one at bat by Caroline mm. Hardy, my goodness. What battles in this inning? Kaylee yeah. Tao going from, was it 0-2 or 1-2? Either way, it was one right. of the two. Yeah. And Tao battled back, and now Hardy fighting here. Another 3-2 on its way. And Hardy pops it up to shallow left. McCarty comes in and makes the catch. And throws back to third, tries to catch Wallace too far off, but she's back in time, and there's two gone. Just not quite enough. Hardy was almost. Yeah. She just missed it. Had that had about 10 more feet, Wallace probably comes in to score and tests the arm of McCarty. But Tom, look who's up. Yep. It's Claire Jenkins, who has been due, and of course it's with two outs and two runners in scoring position. Tenth batter of the inning is Claire Jenkins, and she led off the inning with a fly out to right. Don't want to be two of the three outs. First pitch is a called strike. No balls and one strike. Claire did walk back in the second inning. 0 for 1 on the day. Five runs in here in the fifth. And Patrick Murphy now asking. This is a question here. Do we have a change in the field that we missed? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. Maybe just had a quick question, but now has called the offensive timeout to talk to Jenkins. Outfield alignment straight up. Everybody in the position you would assume the outfielders would be in. Infield, Gorteras playing pretty deep over at short, as is Loomis at second. But Chapman playing ahead of the bag and a couple steps in as well, probably because Jenkins tried to lay down the bunt that last time up. Yeah. Although, doubt we'd see it here with two outs. The 0-1, low and inside, one ball, one strike. And Abby Anderson, the freshman righty, is in the bullpen for the Sun Devils. As is I've Michaela seen Santa Cruz. And I've seen everybody in the Alabama bullpen. <laughs> everybody ready, as Madison, Patrick Murphy always says. Madison Preston and Courtney Giddens warmed up. The 1-1, low, 2-1. and one. And remember how this inning really got started. It's with the player that's on deck, Mara Schroeder. Remember, she started it all with that home run out to right field, a high pitch that she tomahawked. She's on deck if Jenkins can get aboard. The 2-1. Jenkins takes the call to strike on the outside edge, 2-2. Two two. Five hits for Alabama. Five runs off those five hits. You had the grand slam from Hemphill, but a lot of singles strung together by this offense and some good at-bats. 2-2. That ball is skied to left. Cardi's underneath it. She makes the catch for out number three. And the side is retired. But Alabama answers back and answers back in a big way with five runs on five hits, no errors, and two runners left on base. We move to the bottom of the fifth as we stretch here in Tuscaloosa. It's 5-5, Alabama and Arizona State here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield, Iowa College.
refreshing here in Tuscaloosa. Alabama scores five in the top of the fifth to tie things up with Arizona State here in the championship game of the Tuscaloosa Regional. And a victory for Alabama would send them to Super Regionals. Arizona State with a win would force the, if necessary, game later today. And at this point, we might find out who we're playing right. if, if that happens because this game has taken a good bit of time. Texas-Houston starting at 3.30. But, wow, I mean, what an inning. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Maddie Hackbarth, Kiara Kennedy, and Yanero Cunha do up for the Sun Devils. Five, six, seven, facing Crystal Goodman in the circle for Alabama. And how things have changed for Crystal Goodman. She wow. came in after Sarah Cornell gave up the three-run homer to make it a 5 nothing lead for Arizona State. Goodman kept the Sun Devils where they were, and now it's a tie ball game, and it's even more important for her to not give up any runs now with the Sun Devils coming up with the middle or bottom middle of the order due up. Yeah, you're trying to get a quick inning, obviously. But, I mean, if you can get that with who you've got due up, Schroeder just hit a home run at the top of the order. I mean, the momentum is fully on the Crimson Tide side. Maddie Hackbarth, the catcher, steps in. First pitch is fouled back for strike one. Hackbarth is 0 for 1, grounded out in the third, and walked in the second. And this is actually a poor order, or poor, poor part of the order, I should say, for Arizona State. Hackbarth hasn't had a hit in regional. Kennedy has struck out four times against Alabama this weekend, and Acuna. The 0-1, change up high, 1-1. Acuna, 1 for 2 today, but it wasn't exactly the most beautiful hit in the world. I mean, this is the part you want up. You're avoiding the top of the order that's done so much damage this weekend. Want to be fast. Got to find a way to get ahead of hitters as well. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball right down the middle. Ball and two strikes. Can I uh, can I give the most shocking Cook's Best Control scoreboard update ever? Are you I, looking at it too? Yeah, I was about to, but you can go ahead. Okay. Top of the sixth, folks. Wisconsin 2, Oklahoma 1. I am not kidding. <laughs> that is an actual score of something that's happening right now. The one, two. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Got the strikeout. Drop curve, low and away. There's one down. And a lot of emotion from Crystal Goodman after that pitch. You don't see that a whole lot. But she was excited. And that's good to see. Because you're trying to find the, the balance for Crystal. Sometimes right. she's too tight. There's even points where she's been too loose and trying to get her in the, in the middle here, and she's pitched well here. A couple strikeouts. Struck out two of the three batters, excuse me, two of the four batters she's faced. First pitch to Kiara Kennedy is low and outside for ball one. A couple other Cook's Best Control scoreboard updates while we're at it. Top of the sixth, Tennessee now up 2-0 on North Carolina. Winner of that game takes on Florida and Gainesville. Good luck with that. And top of the fourth, Ole Miss up 5-1 on Louisiana. Rebels need to win that, and then one more. The 1-0, foul back. One ball, one strike. And also, bottom of the first, LSU-Texas Tech has begun. No score between the Bayou Bengals and the Red Raiders. Got a lot of people texting, tuning in from around the state, around the country. Emily Pitek is watching. I don't think she can listen. She's sitting in a graduation right now. Oh, no. <laughs> the 1-1 hits the outside corner for a strike. The ball and two strikes. Gosh, we're going to be talking about that play for a long time. It's one of those where I've got my moments list, Tom. <laughs> a grand slam going on there. 
But again, Alabama not done yet. One-two pitch, low and away, two and two. More on that Wisconsin-Oklahoma game. Oklahoma out hitting Wisconsin 4-3, but Badgers leading 2-1 on a RBI fielder's choice and a sack bunt RBI. The 2-2 is a changeup that fools Kennedy. She could have swung twice at that one before it got across the plate, and there's two gone. Changeup has to be for a strike. That would have been a strike had Kennedy not swung. Just That's three straight strikeouts thrown by Crystal Goodman. I mean, Coming in relief, and now Yanero Cunha steps to the plate with two gone here in the fifth. 20 minutes ago, oh. this building was completely different. Crystal Goodman is pitching with confidence now, too. It, it, it looks different just inning by inning. First pitch, foul back for strike one. Cunha singled in the second, flew out in the fourth. Goodman has faced five batters, hit one, walked one, and struck out three. <laughs> so the real tale there is nobody's been able to hit her. The 0-1 pitch. That one's popped up on the infield. Wallace is there. She makes the catch for out number three. And just what the doctor ordered, a 1-2-3 inning by Alabama in the circle. And we're still tied up in five after five. And no runs, no hits, no errors. No runners left here in the fifth inning. We move to the sixth. 5-5 Alabama and Arizona State here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's been insane. A little bit different from yesterday's insanity, but just the same as we are tied up at five, top of the sixth, Alabama-Arizona State. A Crimson Tide win means the Tuscaloosa Super Regionals happens next weekend. An Arizona State win, and we play again in 30 minutes. And I'm hearing, Tom, there's weather in the area. Rain about 30, 45 minutes out. So if you're Alabama, you'd love to take a lead before we go into a potential rain delay. Yeah. Five runs on five hits, no errors. Five runners left for ASU. For Alabama, five runs on eight hits, no errors, and six runners left on base. Due up for the Tide here in the sixth inning. Schroeder, Brown, and Sides, 9-1-2. Against the second pitcher of the day, Samantha Mejia. I mean, can we talk about how Alabama did all that damage in the fifth with one out? Inning led off by Jenkins with a pop fly, and then... Katie barred the door. Final line for Mesa, because I know we didn't get to it. Four and a third inning, seven hits, five runs. They were all earned. Three walks and one strikeout, 75 pitches and 47 strikes thrown by her here today. Mejia got the final two outs of the inning, giving up one hit and one walk. But has already thrown 22 pitches here today. And I'm looking at the AccuWeather. We've got light rain coming at 340. Now, I don't think this is severe weather, so probably not looking at a rain delay or a lightning delay, I should say. And you would hope that the rain would not affect the game, especially if we're tied up, because I, I don't know my heart can take that. Mayor Schroeder will lead things off the first pitch. Schroeder takes it low for ball one. Schroeder got everything going in the fifth inning with the solo home run. One for two on the day. And she was the first of seven straight batters who reached base in that fifth inning, including the grand slam by Bailey Hemphill. Wind blowing out. The 1-0. 
And Schroeder hits this one to deep left center on the run and making the catch in the gap in front of the warning track is Howe for out number one. And Schroeder gave that one a ride. That should scare you if you're Arizona State because every hit Alabama's having right now has just got that little extra pump. And with Alyssa Brown coming up, she's three for three today, has been automatic. And by the way, Tom, scored a run yes, she in did. the fifth. Yes. And I've got the fully updated, completely correct stat ready. I'll deliver it after this pitch. Three for three on the day is Brown, the first pitch. High for ball one. Alyssa Brown, when she scores a run, Alabama in her career is 76 and 9. That is an 89.4 winning percentage 0.894 when she doesn't 61 and 25 the 1 0 pitch Brown takes that first strike 1 and 1 that's 0.709 so that's about a 20% difference when she scores a run versus when she doesn't and it's just important to get on base here again still tied even though it feels like Alabama's winning right now Need to find a way to get a run across. That one is high. Two and one now on Brown. Also, how hilarious is this? We talk about situational hitting. Alabama's just one for eight with a runner in scoring position. <laughs> just one for eight. I think that one was pretty critical, though. Yes. The two one. Low and in. Three balls and one strike now on Brown. Love this at-bat from Brown. Again, she's playing the game. Chris Drum has had a small strike zone. Alabama was attacking early, but in the last inning, they waited a little bit more. Looking for a pitch right down the middle that you have to throw when the strike zone's that small. The 3-1 pitch. Inside for ball four, unless the Brown draws the walk. Putting a runner on here in the sixth inning. With one out for KB Sides. Now, you've got the luxury of it being tied this time with Brown aboard. If you're Patrick Murphy, do you send her? Again, she's been caught stealing once today. Infield playing bunt potential from sides as Chapman at first pretty far in as well as Kennedy over at third. First pitch. Hits the outside corner for a called strike. Size is one for three, singled in fifth and scored. Fly out and a foul out other than that. That was an infield single. A chopper over the pitcher's head. That helped extend that fifth inning. And she does have the power. Two home runs this year. Eight doubles, two triples. The 0-1 pitch. High and tight. One ball, one strike. And she was moving up to possibly slap at that one. This really is an amazing ball game. <laughs> Just well played on all sides. The 1-1 pitch. And that one is a blooper that's going to fall for a base hit in shallow center field. So KB Sides is on with the single. One out. And Kaylee Tao stepping to the plate. And just like Tao kind of got into the face of side saying, you got this, Bailey Hemphill was telling Kaylee Tao, this is leadership. Bailey Hemphill telling Kaylee Tao, calm down, slow down, look for your pitch. She was motioning down. Tao, you could tell, was amped in the last at-bat. Hopefully a little more calm right here. It's a hit, and Alabama's got the lead. 
That last last plate appearance in the fifth inning for Tao was a walk, which set up the bases loaded opportunity for Bailey Hemphill, and she took advantage of it with a grand slam. First pitch. Low for ball one. And it was a nine-pitch at-bat from Tao. And on that last play from sides, just ripping one. Again, when you show slap a few times and then pull back, sometimes you're going to get movement early, and it'll flatten out late, and that's what happened on that last pitch from Mejia. The 1-0 is high. Oh, my goodness. Called strike. 1-1. Oh, boy. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. It's inside. Two balls and one strike. One out here in the sixth. We're knotted up at five, but Alabama has two of the fastest base runners on the team with Alyssa Brown and KB Sides on base. Mejia just 17 strikes out of 35 pitches so far in relief. Maybe this is why she didn't get the start. Yeah. Struggling with her control right now. The 2-1 pitch. And that one is going to fall for a base hit into left field. Rounding third is Alyssa Brown. She will score. RBI single by Kaylee Tao gives Alabama the 6-5 lead here in the top of the sixth inning. What was Arizona State doing with Sarah Cornell? They were going with the pitch. Not hard swings, but guiding the ball. And that's exactly what Kaylee Tao did right there. Mejia behind in the count. Alabama continues to play the game. And Kaylee Tao able to guide an outside pitch out to left field, drooping away from McCarty. And what a job by this team. Ten hits in this game. And they had, what, three through four innings? Yeah. Unbelievable. Kaylee Tao, her 58th Tuscaloosa Toyota RBI of the season. First pitch to Bailey Hemphill is a called strike. No balls in one strike. Hemphill, two for two, walked in the first, singled in the fourth, and hit the grand slam in the fifth inning. That tied it up, and Kaylee Tao just gave Alabama the 6-5 lead. Now remember, folks, Arizona State is the home team. They've got two more innings to respond. The 0-1 is a changeup that falls in for another strike, 0-2. By the way, Cook's Pest Control scoreboard update. Houston, Texas about to start. Texas is turning to Miranda Ellish. Longhorns have to win twice to make it to Supers. Winner of that regional takes on the winner of this one. Now, Hackbarth is going to go out to talk with Mejia. Boy, what a game. (laughs) I mean, this is the classic... Just a, what a classic. And seriously, when the SEC takeover happens, this should be just replayed for the 24 hours. <laughs> well, hopefully there's some more games coming up. That's true, too. The 0-2. Low and inside. A ball and two strikes now on Hemphill. And how about the top four today? You've got an 8. Trying to do quick math. Sorry, folks. An 8-for-12 performance today from Brown, Sides, Tau, and Hemphill. Eight for 12. One, two, outside. Two balls and two strikes. And also, didn't mention it because there was so much else happening. Four RBIs for Bailey Hemphill. She has 75 now on the year. That passes Charlotte Morgan. Let's see where she is on the list now, Tom. Trying to catch Marissa Runyon, who had 80 in 2015.
Mejia looks in. The 2-2. Two -two. Low and inside, and the count moves to 3-2. So Bailey Hemphill with those 75 Tuscaloosa Toyota RBIs. Now fourth alone, two behind Kayla Hunt with 77. Again, trying to chase Runyon, like you said, who had the 80 back in 2015. And trying to catch Kelly Kretschmann with the 25 home runs, which is the Alabama and SEC record. Well, not anymore. Not anymore, that's right, sorry. Payoff pitch. Grounded. Fair over the third base bag. Rounding third is side. She will come in to score. And the ball gets away from the throw home, so the runners will take an extra base as well. Alabama now leads it 7-5 on the fifth RBI on the day by Bailey Hemphill. I complimented Kennedy in the last inning because of her defense, but that is a huge mistake. That's a ball you have to get, and it just gets too far away. And then the throw, some, you got to eat it sometimes. Sometimes you have to lose the battle to try and win the war, as I've said many times this year, and it got away from the catcher, Hackbarth, and the wheels are falling off here, Tom. That's now seven straight unanswered runs for the Crimson Tide. Chris Drama is going to go down and make sure with David Irwin, the third base umpire, that, that was indeed a fair ball, which it was. I believe that's going to be a hit and an error. I'm going to make sure on that, but it was right over the third base bag. Kennedy had it go off her glove, and then threw home, and that throw got away to allow the runners to move up an extra base. Bama leads it 7-5, to five, and now Skylar Wallace will step to the plate. And still two in scoring position for the Crimson Tide, and Wallace hitting 267 in these situations. First pitch. Curves in for a called strike. No balls and one strike, and that is what it is. It is a single RBI for Bailey Hemphill. And an error allowing Tau to reach third. So now 76, Tuscaloosa Toyota runs driven in. And one back from Kayla Hunt, which would be third all-time in single-season history. The 0-1 pitch. Wallace takes it high. One ball and one strike. And we should note, we, I corrected you about the SEC record. That's because Mia Davidson from Mississippi right. State tie, or excuse me, broke that record with 26, hit her 26th dinger last night against Seattle U. That was past my bedtime. I didn't <laughs> it's okay. Happened. I was up for some <laughs> odd reason. I don't know. Because you're, you're a youngster. Is <laughs> that insomnia? <laughs> the 1-1. Wallace takes it for a called strike. A ball and two strikes. Five runs in the fifth, two so far here in the sixth, giving Alabama the 7-5 lead. And also, this means Alabama has scored at least seven runs in all three of the Tuscaloosa Regional games. Yeah, how about that for all the folks talking online about the hitting? How about you wait a full game? The 1-2, and that's going to be a ground ball. The stop by Gorteras. The throw is in time to get the out, but coming in to score is Kaylee Tao on the RBI ground out, and it's now 8-5 Alabama. That's a heck of a play by Gorteras at yeah. short because that was just, that was tough. It was a dribbler, and with Wallace's speed, probably eight times out of ten, she's safe. But Gorteras, playing deep, had to run in, make the stop. Very impressive move she's, from the shortstop, but a run still scores. She's an outstanding shortstop for yeah. the Sun Devils. She gets it out quickly. Got to credit her, and again, probably because when you play out west, you got a lot of speed and a lot of power with those teams in the Pac-12. And now brings up Reagan Dykes with a runner on third and two out. First pitch. High for ball one. Dykes doubled her last time up. One for three. Tattooed that ball out to left, Tom. Yeah. 
Got over the left fielder McCarty's head. And she's still playing about middle depth. The 1-0. That's a change up in there for a strike one and one. And if I recall, it was an off-speed pitch that she waited on and got a hold of. Mejia needs to be careful. And you're right. I don't understand the depth from McCarty. You just got burned an inning ago. Same position, though, this time against Dykes. The 1-1. And that one is driven to deep center field, and it will be caught up against the wall by Howe in the, le in the left center field gap for out number three to retire the side. But another big inning by Alabama here in the sixth as they get three runs on three hits. There was one error and one runner left on base. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's now 8-5 Alabama here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back to Tuscaloosa. Got that old-time rock and roll going here at the party at Rhodes. Alabama leading 8-5 on Arizona State, headed to the bottom of the sixth. Alabama with a win would join Florida State, Florida, Kentucky, and Oklahoma State in Super Regionals and would make it 40 straight regional victories for the Crimson Tide. Arizona State was up 5-0 after the fourth inning, but Alabama had five in the top of the fifth, three in the top of the sixth. And Arizona State now going up against Crystal Goodman, who so far has gone an inning and a third. No hits, no runs, no earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts. She has struck out half of the batters she has faced. Due up for the Sun Devils, it's a pinch hitter that will get things going. Number 30, Allie Tatnall, the junior from Windsor Hills, California. Tatnall hitting 190 this year, 8 of 42. Seven runs scored, a triple, three homers, and 12 runs driven in. Tatnall batting in place of Chapman, who has not had a good regional so far for Arizona State. Tatnall will get it started pinch hitting and then followed by Loomis in the nine hole and Howe in the one. And again, Tom, what a day. I really, I just can't stress it enough. What a day. Eight runs in the last two innings by Alabama and don't want to get lost in what has happened is Crystal Goodman in the circle. First pitch is outside for ball one after Cornell was lifted, giving up the five runs. Corn, uh, you saw Goodman come in and she has retired four straight after a hit-by-pitch yeah. and a walk. So Yeah, I pointed out, struck out half of the six batters she's faced. And she's not really a strikeout pitcher. 1-0 is a little bit low. Two balls and no strikes on Tatnall. Give you a quick Cook's Pest Control scoreboard update. What's going on around the country? Tennessee, two outs away from Supers. And that ball misses outside. Three balls and no strikes on the junior from Windsor Hills, California. Balls lead North Carolina 2-0, top of the seventh, one out. But, of course, Carolina had a leadoff double, so runner on second against Matty Moss in the circle. And uh, Wisconsin is one out away from beating Oklahoma, up 2-1 in the bottom of the seventh. 3-0 pitch. And misses low and away for ball four. And a four-pitch walk issued to Tatnall. That's a surprise, Tatnall with a 4-13 to 13 walk to strikeout ratio, but not attacking there, and I, I don't know what that was from Goodman, to be honest. She was pretty sharp in the last inning. Proceeding, though, with the scoreboard update, just to let you know what's happening. Top of the fifth, 
Ole Miss up 5-1 on Louisiana. They have started play in Northwestern, top of the first no score between the 16th seeded Wildcats and Louisville. And bottom of the second, no score, no hits for LSU against Texas Tech, 0-0. Bell Loomis now steps in the first pitch. There's a strike. No balls and one strike. On the left-handed hitting second baseman, who's 0 for 2, flew out in the second inning and reached on a fielder's choice and scored in the fourth. Amazing to think Arizona State's just gone through the lineup now three times. The 0-1, another nice pitch on the outside edge. The ball, No balls and two strikes now on Loomis. And when you think about how long this game has been, how many runs Arizona State's put up, they've just got the five hits. Now, right. they've been critical hits, each one. I remember each one. <laughs> but they haven't come often against Alabama. The 0-2. That one is a line drive to third. They'll throw the first. Double play! Nice job there by Matty Morgan and very smart to know. Throw it right back to first. Tattenham got too far off of the first base bag, and that's two big outs here in the sixth inning. Oh, man. Fire me up, Matty Morgan, the most energetic player on that infield. Every time something minimal happens, she's fired up. How about getting the entire team on that level? Bailey Hemphill quickly getting back to the bag and had the tag, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, just what a play from who I think will be the SEC defensive third baseman of the year next year. First pitch to Morgan Howe is low and inside for ball one. And I'll go ahead and do this. Final, Wisconsin defeats Oklahoma 2-1. They've got an if-necessary game in Norman. I can't believe it. <laughs> Come on, you Badgers. This, wow. On Wisconsin and whatever else you say. <laughs> the 1-0 is outside. Two balls and no strikes now on Howe. And I'll throw in one of the runs scored off of G. Juarez, who threw the no-hitter 16-strikeout game against Wisconsin yesterday. Goodness That's gracious. some great film work and some great adjustments by a team. Of course, they still have to play again, and that'll right. be shortly. The former Sun Devil. Yes. To bring it full circle. That one's <laughs> high and inside. 3-0 now on Howe. Howe, two for three, had the three-run homer in the fourth. Singled in the third and flew out in the first. Chris Goodman's got to find the strike zone again. Yeah, right now just struggling to get it in the zone. The 3 0. Hmm. Oh, it's been a little bit high, and another four pitch walk issued by Goodman. So we've got a four pitch walk, a line drive double play, and a four pitch walk. And that brings out Patrick Murphy, and I think he's going to make an AT&T call to the bullpen right here. You're going to see Montana Fouts here? I would think so, but we'll take a timeout and tell you about it when we get back. Alabama leads at 8-5 here in the bottom of the six on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. IMG Collar. For the second time today, Alabama head coach Patrick Murphy makes the AT&T call to the bullpen. Stay connected all season long with AT&T. More for your thing, that's our thing. AT&T is a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. And the third pitcher of the day for Alabama is the freshman, the SEC freshman of the year, Montana Fouts. 
Montana Fouts with a 1-1-6 ERA this year, 16-4 record. 27th appearance this season, 144 and two-thirds innings, 84 hits, 32 runs, 24 earned, 40 walks, 164 strikeouts. An opponent's hitting 162 against her. She got the complete game victory against these same Sun Devils yesterday. Seven innings, seven hits, four runs, three earned, two walks, 12 strikeouts. And she'll try and close out this game where, Tom, look at how many runs Alabama scored. <laughs> Eight. As the yeah. Oklahoma score announced here at Rhodes, and the crowd goes crazy because everybody would love to see Oklahoma go down. Yes. That would be Alabama's draw in the World Series if we got to that point. Yeah, an 8-5 to five lead for Alabama. And the third pitcher of the day is Faust. So you go from the SEC pitcher of the year to the player who had the best ERA in the SEC to the SEC freshman of the year. Crazy. And also, quick Cook's Best Control scoreboard update. Tennessee wins 2-0. Vols and Florida will meet in Gainesville for Super Regionals. First pitch to Skylar McCarty. Is a called strike. No balls and one strike on the left fielder who is one for one today. She singled and scored in the third and was hit by a pitch in both the first and fourth inning by two different pitchers for Alabama. And you'd love to get her out because you don't want two on with Hackbarth two up. The 0-1 pitch is high, one and one. Final line for Goodman, two innings, no hits, no runs, three walks, three strikeouts. 40 pitches and 21 strikes was extremely sharp but then kind of lost the strike zone here in the sixth inning. Did induce the line drive double play, though. But I think this was the plan. Pedro Murphy wanted to see if she could get out of it with the top of the order up. She couldn't quite yet. The 1-1. Oh, that just misses. Two balls and one strike now on McCarty. The score holds up. Goodman would be the winner, and Fouts would get a save. And Sarah Cornell's 21-and-run record would stay crisp. Right, which it's, she's got a no decision regardless. So The 2-1 pitch. A little outside again. Three balls and one strike. Well, Fouts had trouble getting behind batters early in the game yesterday. Yeah. Now, the pitch that was working to the lefties was the rise ball. McCarty held off earlier in this at-bat. But the lefties gave her trouble yesterday, especially here at the top of the order. The 3-1. Swung on and missed. Count moves to 3-2 on McCarty. There's two outs. So the runner on first. Bama leads it 8-5, so Montana Fouts' job here is to keep that tying run on the on-deck circle. Wind blowing straight out as hard as ever today. Here comes the payoff pitch. It's high for ball four, and that will bring up the tying run to the plate in Kendra Hackbarth. Went with a rise ball, but it didn't really have that jump. Started too high. That's about as easy a take as you'll get if you're McCarty and all right. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, it's it's never going to be easy. And with light rain in the area, let's see how far away it is. Just trying to wrap this up. Get out of this inning right here. Kendra Hackbarth, who had the two-run homer off of Fouts yesterday, steps in. First pitch. Hits the outside corner for a called strike. 0-1. Hackbarth, 0 for 2 on the day with a walk. And I'll update, the rain has gone away. No rain in 119 minutes, Tom, according to AccuWeather. So whatever you did, good job. <laughs> yeah, this is <it's> all me. <laughs> Gave a quick call to Mother Nature. After last year, we don't need any weather delays. Not at all. Leo, one pitch. 
Misses Lil outside, 1-1. Well, again, Arizona State has played the game all day, and that's making the pitchers come to you, recognizing the small strikes, and they started really back in the first. Mm-hmm. They've done it all day long. Alabama did it recently, and the hits started coming. Got to be careful here, though, with Hackbart. She's got that pop. The 1-1. That one's fouled off into the Sun Devil bullpen, which is usually Alabama's bullpen. Now moves to 1-2. and two. I'm getting the feeling, Tom, that you don't love that Alabama's the away team today. Yes, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Not quite farcical level, but it's ridiculous. Arizona State 2-for-6 today with runners in scoring position and 2-for-6 with two outs. Bounce back on the rubber. The one-two. Hackbarth lines this one, but it will fall foul into the left field corner. Count remains one and two. And again, Hackbarth trying to go opposite field. Which the Arizona State lefties have done pretty well here today and against Alabama both games, actually. Yeah, yesterday we saw a couple doubles oppo from the lefties. Saw Howe hit one to start the game. Hackbarth. I believe her home run was Oppo, was it not? That is straight away. Center. Not straight away. Yeah, yeah. She, hers was straight away. You're right. Yeah. The one, two. Outside, two and two. Crazy day in softball. You'll have 16 teams left standing at the conclusion of today, unless something crazy happens in Minneapolis. Alabama, four outs away from being one of those 16. The 2-2 two, two is high, 3-2. Look over as well. We saw them before the game in the front row above the Arizona State dugout is the Hackbar parents who Patrick Murphy just ran into earlier today. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, and it's a long trip Yeah, from Arizona. Payoff pitch. Oh, man. Outside for ball four. Back-to-back walks issued by Montana Fouts. Loading the bases here. Three straight walks issued by Alabama. Pitching. Four in the inning. And now the bases are loaded for Jade Gutierrez. And how much in the head was the home run from Hackbarth yesterday? Not a single drop ball that at-bat. Fouts didn't want to give her one. So now Gutierrez will step in, and she has a two-run homer on the day. One for three. She would be the go-ahead run here in the bottom of the sixth. Surely not. Stephanie Van Brakel pro throw comes out. We'll talk with Montana and Reagan Dykes here. Cortares is hitting 500 with the bases loaded this year and 419 with runners in scoring position. The freshman has come in. Alabama's turned to their ace. Alabama's got a deep pitching step, but make no mistake, Fouts is your ace and asking her to get the final three outs. And this is critical because if for some reason Arizona State's able to come back and win, maybe get a couple runs here, a couple runs in the seventh, you know, you've used your three pitchers in this game. Yeah. So you probably have to make a tough decision between Goodman and Fouts to start in the if necessary game. You have to end it here. So the meeting now over in the circle. Jay Gorteras steps in. Junior from Riverside, California, transfer from Texas. 
Runners on every base. There's two outs. Bama leads by three. Bottom of the sixth. First pitch. A little bit low for ball one. Got to recognize that that low part of his own is not getting called. But that's got to be a close enough pitch that you can get a swing on from Gorteris. The 1-0. Fouled off. One ball, one strike. The thing is, you don't want to leave one up. Right, exactly. It's, so it's, it's tough. It's, yeah. I mean, you're trying to find... And you're not getting a fair, proper strike zone. It's very difficult. Trying to find the balance. Gorteris yeah. got a hold of one right down the middle for her home run back in the third. The 1-1. That one is a little high, two and one. Torch Pass Control Scoreboard Update, top of the second. Northwestern up one nothing on Louisville. Wildcats need to win two to make it to Supers against the winner of the if necessary game between Oklahoma and Wisconsin. The 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Blew that one right by her at 69 miles an hour. Two balls and two strikes. What a pitch. Just power. My best for sure best. Let's go. And the freshman got the upper hand right there. Maybe go rise and then do it again if you don't get the out on the rise. Let me look at that outside corner pitch. She got all the righties on yesterday. 2-2. It's grounded back and right through Montana Fouts' legs off the second base bag. And two runs will come in to score for Arizona State. It's now 7-5. Wow. Terrible break. Right between Fouts and Skylar Wallace was there. Step on the bag, easy, head home. Had it not hit the second base bag, Wallace would have had it and stepped on the bag to get the force. But instead, the base hit literally pulls the Sun Devils within one. It's now eight to seven. Well, we said we'd seen everything in this game, Tom. We said we've seen everything this year. But (laughs) man, man alive, of course. And now you're going up against the best power hitter on this team, at least in terms of number of home runs. So still trying to score that. Should just be a base hit. Yeah, Wasn't an so. error on Skylar no. Wallace by any means. First pitch to Maddie Hackbarth is fouled back. First strike one. And it's a big response here from Fouts, too, because you did exactly what you wanted. That was a weak ground ball. Yeah. Just got was fast enough to get past Fouts, but the inning should be over. Now don't let that mistake... Or that bad luck beat you twice. Yeah. The 0-1. That's a ground ball, and that's through for a base hit in the center field, rounding third, and coming in to score is Kendra Hackbarth, and we're tied up at eight here in the bottom of the sixth. Hmm. Hmm. Alabama should be at the plate right now, but just bad luck. And good hitting by Hackbarth. You know, she was due. She was over in this regional. That doesn't happen to a Hackbarth. And of course we're tied. Of course we are tied. Got to credit Arizona State. They've responded well. But Alabama gave it to them a little bit. Three walks to get things going. Can't give up the free pass, as we said earlier, against a team like Arizona State. And now the threat continues. 
and they did throw home to allow the runners to move up. So there's runners on second and third, and there was an, an error on Skylar Wallace credited on the uh, on the single by Gorteras. So she only gets one RBI, and a run scores on an error. So now runners on second and third with two outs for Kiara Kennedy. crowd has lost its energy. Got to find a way to get back up. Kiara Kennedy, again, we're, we're just tied. We're tied again. It's basically 0-0, zero, zero, and Arizona State's got the upper hand with two in scoring position. They've been superb today, four of eight. Foul looks in, and here comes the first pitch. Foul straight back for strike one. We have a pinch runner at second. Olivia Miller, the freshman from Tempe, is now on second base. And again, not a hard hit single by Hackbarth, but just in the right spot. Two balls in the right spot for Arizona State has tied this game up. The 0-1. Foul back again on the rise. No balls and two strikes. Kennedy coming in hacking. That is not the strategy today. Hopefully we'll see Fouts go with that curve going away from the batter. But man, oh man, Alabama's going to have to answer one more time somehow. The 0-2 went with that curve ball, but Kennedy held off on it, one and two. And those runs are unearned for Fouts because of the error, which again, tough luck error on Wallace. It wasn't really her fault. Can't exactly play the bounce off the second base bag. The one-two pitch. Curve ball outside again, two and two. Not close to the strike zone, but I cannot believe Kennedy held off because that looked sweet right down the middle. But a good take by the sophomore. Wind blowing out once again. The tension, ridiculous. Fouts looks in. And now the 2-2. Line foul into the Arizona State dugout. Luckily, everyone's all right. We'll do it again, 2-2. The walk's definitely the issue here in the sixth inning. Four of them issued. Back-to-back RBI singles. Walks have been the issue all day, and that's not the case this year, but nine free passes given up by Alabama pitching, and I bet a good number of them have been the runs scored today. 2-2. Outside again, 3-2. Kennedy holding off. Again, it's out of his own. It's, It's the correct ball strike call. I'm amazed Kennedy has the maturity to hold off on both of those pitches we've seen in that position. And they, Arizona State was not holding off that pitch yesterday. Payoff pitch on its way. And that one is grounded foul down the third baseline. We'll do it again. Three balls and two strikes. Alabama's got Morgan, Jenkins, and Schroeder due up in the top of the seventh. And remember, Arizona State, the designated home team. No matter what happens, Arizona State will have a chance to end it.
Wallace looks in. And here comes the 3-2. That ball is popped up on the infield. Claire Jenkins is underneath it. She makes the catch for out number three, and that'll do it for the Sun Devils here in the sixth, but they score three runs on two hits. There was one error and two runners left on base. We move to the top of the seventh. We're tied up at eight here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. to the top of the seventh inning, and we are tied up at eight, Alabama and Arizona State. The championship game of the Tuscaloosa Regional, an Alabama victory ends the Tuscaloosa Regional and sends Alabama to the Super Regionals for the 13th straight year. A loss would break a 39-game win streak in regional games for Alabama and send us into a if-necessary game for all the marbles later on today do up for the Crimson Tide here in the seventh. It's the bottom of the order. Morgan Jenkins and Schroeder, 7-8-9 against Samantha Mejia in the circle for Arizona State. She's got an inning in two-thirds, four hits, three runs, two earned, two walks, and no strikeout. She's already thrown 49 pitches. So, if nothing else, Alabama needs to continue to make her throw pitches here and try to get this lined up turned over in the top of the seventh. Alabama is the designated visiting team here in this ballgame. So the Tide will need to get a lead and then finish things off in the bottom. And again, it's all Whatever about... Whatever that ends up being. Hopefully yeah, it's this inning. You're right. And, you know, you got to play the game again. He has been a little bit wild. She's walked two. Got to play the game. You know, I, I love attacking if you see a pitch to hit. But don't just swing to want to get aggressive. You have to play the game here. Play the strike zone. Maddie Morgan steps in. 0 for 3, the first pitch is in there for a strike. No balls and one strike. Tide is out hitting ASU 11-7. Both teams have committed an error. Both teams have left seven runners on base. Both errors have directly led to run scoring as well in this game. BO one Morgan takes it high. One ball, one strike. Cook's Pest Control scoreboard update. Top of the second, Houston up 1-0 on Texas, the number nine overall seed. And top of the third, LSU up 1-0 on Texas Tech. Wind blowing out, left to, or excuse me, right to left. The 0-1 pitch. Morgan takes it for a call strike on the inside corner, one and two. Trying to get something in the lead off, but remember Alabama did all that damage in the fifth with one out. The one-two, the line foul past Allison Habits in the first base coaching box. That remains one and two. Great job by Morgan slowing up on that change from Mejia. Alabama has struggled with the change all year, but they have done a great job recognizing it. I bet they saw the same thing I did about the sped-up motion from Mejia. Morgan continues to fight. Again, the crowd's dampened a little bit. Something needs to happen to get him back up. The one-two is a ground ball to deep short, and it eats up the second baseman momentarily, but she's able to corral it and throw out Morgan in time for out number one as Loomis had that ball bounce up into her bread basket but was able to get control and get the throw off. There's one down. Are we going to see a pinch hitter for Alabama? It's possible. Yep, Claire Jenkins will head back to the dugout, and we'll see who comes out for the Crimson Tide. Is this Taylor Clark? I wouldn't be shocked. We talked about Taylor 
against Alabama State and how she had the best batting practice of anybody on Thursday. Hit a home run off the Alabama logo on the scoreboard, the top of the scoreboard. <laughs> and that's who it is. Yes, Taylor Clark grabs the bat and will head out to hit now for the Crimson Tide. Junior from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, the transfer from Virginia Tech. We'll step in. Clark this year, 2 of 24, 8 runs scored, 3 RBIs, 6 walks, 5 strikeouts. She's got a good eye. I hope she's not coming in attacking immediately. Again, you got to play the game. Got to let the pitches come to you sometimes. First pitch is in there for a strike. No balls and one strike now on Clark. Being said, Mejia doing a good job getting ahead of the hitters today. Taylor Clark has never played in a regional. Virginia Tech didn't make the tournament. The 0-1 fouled off. 0-2 did appear against Alabama State and drew a walk as a pinch hitter. This is a different animal. Yeah. Different ASU here. <laughs> a little different than the RPI. But down 0-2. Probably going to see a change from Mejia. The 0-2 pitch. Clark oh takes it. Oh, goodness gracious. And Taylor Clark can't believe it. And nobody here can either. I mean, what is that call? There's no motion. No motion at all from the home plate umpire. It was high. It was outside. That pitch has been a ball all day long. And just a delayed punch out. I am beside myself at this point, Tom. So two outs now. Mayor Schroeder will step in. First pitch is a strike. No balls and one strike on Schroeder, who's one for three. Had the solo home run in the fifth inning. Fly, a couple of fly outs coming in the second and the sixth. If you're wondering, Arizona State does have 7-8-9 due up in the bottom of the seventh. The 0-1 inside almost hits her. 1-1. So at, at worst... You know, if Schroeder gets out here, you do at the top of the order, do up in the eighth. And Alabama's walked off a couple games in the eighth this year. And you've got the poor part of the order up for Arizona State. But, again, they're the home team. They've got the chance to walk it off no matter what happens. The 1-1 pitch. Cued foul. Count moves to 1-2. and two. Social media blowing up about <laughs> that strike call. Shocking. The one-two pitch is low and inside. Two and two. I, I, I really don't have any words. I mean, yeah. Chris Drum hasn't been a literally, like you said, had not been a strike all day. No. Nothing low has been a strike. That pitch hadn't been a strike, and it's affected this game. Yep. Been way too much of a story, that's for sure. The two-two is a. Rise ball high, and the count moves to three and two now on Schroeder. Again, the inning isn't over. If Schroeder can get on base, keep this thing going. Back to the top of the order for Alabama. One negative for Alabama today, 0-4-6, I should say, with two outs, trying to get that first two-out base hit. Payoff pitch, fouled off into the Bama dugout. Do it again, three and two. Again, Alabama's done a great job waiting on that changeup today from Mejia. SDRA on the team at 416. Although now second best is Anderson as a 414 number. 
She's warming up in the bullpen. Another 3-2 he is high for ball four. Samira Schroeder draws the walk with two outs. And back to the top of the order, and Alyssa Brown. Fifth plate appearance of the day for Alyssa Brown. She is three for three with three singles and a walk. And has scored twice. And again, we bring up the stat. Just for good vibes purposes, 76-9 and nine is Alabama in her career when Alyssa Brown scores. Obviously not going to pinch hit for her here with two outs. We're still going to, again, get that high chop, use the hard track to your advantage. First pitch, Schroeder takes off, sliding in ahead of the tag with the stolen base is Maris. I was about to say, before the pitch was thrown, wouldn't it be shocked to see Maris go here? Because then, worst case scenario, you get thrown out and you have the top of the order due up in the seventh. Yeah. I mean, the eighth, assuming you get there. That's the stolen base by Maris Schroeder. She's now 20 of 22 on the year. Huge, huge gap down the right field line. We haven't seen Brown pull one, I don't think, this year. The 1-0 inside. Two balls and no strikes. Also, we're seeing how the center fielder not be as shallow as she has been on the day with Alyssa Brown. Because Brown has shown the capability to punch one out there. Wind is blowing out. She's got the best speed in the SEC. 2-0. Drops in too low. Three balls and no strikes. And what a job by Alyssa Brown. 13 walks all year coming into the day. Had one in the sixth, and now working a 3-0 count right now against Mejia. Again, playing the game. Small strike zone, be smart. And Brown has done so today. Not looking to force it. They're going to get a pitching ball. change. Trisha Ford's going to come out. Yeah, Anderson is moving in from the Arizona State bullpen. I wonder if we're going to see that AT&T call to the bullpen. I don't think with a 3-0 count, but we could see it if Brown does get on via the walk and make a change here. While this meeting in the circle continues, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. We are in the top of the seventh inning. There's two outs with a runner on second for Alabama, and we are tied up at eight. Crimson Tide and the Sun Devils of ASU. Championship game of the Tuscaloosa Regional. Meeting is over in the circle. The 3-0 pitch to Alyssa Brown is a called strike, 3-1. Anybody can beat anybody in the postseason. Every game is hard. Patrick Murphy's referenced that all offseason, or all postseason rather, and we've seen it across the country today. The 3-1 pitch. Brown takes it high for ball four. So Alyssa Brown does draw the walk now, putting runners on second or first and second. And KB Sides stepping to the plate. Sides two for four. Singled her last two times up and has scored her last two times up. Trying to get one to drive. Again, the outfield not giving her the respect. But the infield playing deep. One through three in the order for Alabama. All Three of them have scored the last two times they've been up. And if you can find a way to get Kaylee Tao up with bases loaded or with a lead, look out. First pitch to sides. Low for ball one. Arizona State scored three in the bottom of the sixth after Alabama scored three in the top of the sixth. 
Tying this game up at eight. After an error on just a, an unfortunate bounce. The 1-0. Sides takes it for a strike, 1-1. One one. Earlier in that inning, a line drive double play that really kept that from being an even worse inning for the Tide yeah. defensively. The 1-1. One one. Inside, 2-1. and one. Good at-bat here from Sides. Two straight change-ups from Mejia. First one, Fulder. Second one missed inside, and Sides able to lay off. But Alabama is much more take this time around. They're looking for that middle pitch that they know will have to come. Here comes the 2-1. Sides lines this in the left field. That's down for a base hit. Rounding third is Schroeder. Here comes the throw. It's going to be cut off, and it's an RBI single by KB Sides. And Alabama now has a 9-8 lead in the top of the seventh. How about guiding the ball once again to the left side? Sides on a pitch a little bit outside, but kind of down the middle, just poking it out to left, doing her job. Oh, man, I need <laughs> what, what pills are all, there to all of the medicine. Good yes. Lord. I need Benadryl and <laughs> the glycerin pills, all of it. Two out production, two out production, smart at bats from Schroeder and Brown and then KB sides with that swag coming in clutch. Kaylee Tao steps in. First pitch is in there for a called strike. 0-1 now on Tao. But let me tell you, one run is not going to do no, it. This game is not over by any stretch. No, you need you need one more. You need one more at least. Take three right here. That'll work too. Wind blowing straight out. The 0-1 is inside. 1-1 now on Tao. And again, if you're Arizona State, you got to think about this. And certainly Mejia. On deck is Bailey Hemphill. Mm -hmm. If you walk Tao, mm. bases are loaded. Mm. So this has to be an in-the-zone at-bat. You cannot pitch around Kaylee Tao. The 1-1. Oh, nice pitch that's in there for a strike. 1-2. and two. That had about the most movement as I've seen as any yeah. pitch that Mejia has thrown here today. That was a beautiful pitch. Moving up, moving down. Well done. And now Tao set back in with a 1-2 count. <laughs> the 1-2 pitch. Tao holds off on that one. It is drop ball. But there's a ball. Two balls and two strikes. Mejia going drop change. You all right? There the no. Hit. No, oh, goodness. <laughs> this game is killing me. <laughs> Just hold on here a second. The 2-2. Two -two. Tao again holds off on another one. They'll ask down. She didn't go, and the count is full. Three balls and two strikes. Trisha Ford can't believe it. Stepping out of the Arizona State dugout. Pardon me, folks. Yeah, she, she definitely thought Tao went around. I thought she held him up. And she did. Yeah. And how about four straight change-ups? You oh. never see that. So now the payoff pitch coming to Kaylee Tao. Runners go. It's low for ball four. And the bases are loaded once again for Bailey Hemphill. I don't think I've ever seen a pitcher throw five straight change-ups in my life. Wow. What a take by Tao. Good eye. Almost went around a couple times. And now first team All-SEC. 
Second time up today with the bases loaded. First time went pretty well. It did. Here's a chance for Bailey Hemphill to be not just a hero, but a legend here at Rhodes Stadium. Three for three on the day with two singles, a walk, and a grand slam. The first pitch. Oh, my goodness, this hammered foul. <laughs> she almost had her second grand slam of the day right there if she hadn't been so out in front. But it was... She has the direction of the pitch. Now she's got to get it timed up. Wind again, blowing straight out a little bit right to left. The 0-1. And that one's hammered to third. Kennedy has it and will not win the... Uh, Is foul. that going to be foul? It's going to be a foul ball. Yeah. And she would have been safe, too. Yeah. But I think that's the right call. Patrick Murphy not debating it. It was a race to third. I think KB Sides had beat Kennedy on a force out at third, but it was a foul ball called by the home plate umpire. So the count moves to 0-2 on Bailey Hemphill. Bama leaves it 9-8. And as the base is loaded with two outs here in the seventh, I'd love to add to the lead. We see a change. The 0-2 is in the dirt. Nice stop by Hackbar. We'll do it again, 1-2. and two. Just crazy. And by the way, another response. That's now five of six in the postseason <laughs> answering back for Alabama. Three of those have been the same or greater the number of runs. The one, two, and that one is grounded to short. The stop made by Corteras. The throw over's in time, and that'll do it for Alabama here in the seventh. But the Crimson Tide gets the lead back in the top of the seventh on the RBI single by KB Sides for the Tide here in the seventh. One run on one hit, no errors, and three runners left on base. We move to the top, or excuse me, to the bottom of the seventh inning and the last chance for Arizona State. It's Alabama 9, Arizona State 8 here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. <sighs> we head to the bottom of the seventh. Alabama with a 9-8 lead over Arizona State here in the championship game of the Tuscaloosa Regional. And the win for Alabama sends them to the Super Regional round for the 13th straight year. Arizona State trying to force the if-necessary game here in the Tuscaloosa Regional. A win for Alabama would also extend the win streak in regional games to 40, and I can't think of one of those in the last 39 that have been like this one. I mean, how different is this scene from two years ago when we were in the same booth watching Alabama-Minnesota twice? Right. They're two very, as far as the tension, yeah. very oh, similar. very similar. But all of the runs being scored here in these games as opposed to what happened in the Minnesota games. And again, all the credit to Alabama. I mean, five of six responding in the postseason when that really kind of went away in yeah. the regular season. Remarkable. But now, just like it was in Baton Rouge for the SEC championship, regionals is all on the freshman, Tom, and she's yeah. going against the bottom of the order. This is who you want, but you can't walk anyone and let the top come back up. Acuna, Chapman, and Loomis do up 7-8-9 against Montana Fouts. And it has gotten darker here. They've turned on the lights at Rhodes. First pitch. In there for a strike. No balls and one strike. Very important for Fouts to try to get ahead of batters as well. It's been an issue. Acuna is one for three. Singled back in the second. The fly out and a pop out since then.
the 0-1 pitch. Too high, one and one. Now, Fouts did a great job getting ahead of batters, those walks, but then she started trying to ch- get people to chase, and Arizona, st- Arizona State did a great job fouling off pitches in the zone and kind of forcing those walks. Fouts can't get drawn into that because, again, they've got the power. You get one on, they could end this game and make us play again in 30 minutes. The 1-1 pitch is popped up in foul ground, but it will get out of play. The ball and two strikes now on Acuna. And by the way, we are now at three hours and 15 minutes of ball. (laughs) And I have felt every minute of it. After really a quick first two innings. Yeah. Here comes the one-two pitch. High two and two. And here comes the rain, Tom. People running as though they will melt if they get touched by rain. Come on, folks. It's just water. I know. They're not used to this out in Tempe. That's true. It is called the desert for a reason. (laughs) It's like the apocalypse out here. (laughs) The 2-2 pitch. And that's a ground ball that will keep foul down the first baseline. The count remains. Two balls and two strikes. Quick Cooks Pest Control scoreboard update. Top of the fourth, LSU and Texas Tech tied at one. Ole Miss still up 5-1, bottom of the sixth on Louisiana, and no start time yet for Wisconsin-Oklahoma. I don't know what they're waiting on. It's been a good 30, 45 minutes as the rain is really coming down, and we might go into a brief oh, rain no, delay. No, 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 no. They're going to go look. Let me check AccuWeather, which has let me down because it said we had two hours. Just a little blip on the radar here, and they're checking the radar to make sure that there's nothing severe coming. I've got rain in for the next 10 minutes. That's it. Yeah, I think we're going to play ball. Yep. Alabama will have the proper measures ready. Towels and whatnot. Fouts has one tied to the backside of her pants for wiping the hands. Make sure there's no issue throwing the ball. Bounce does ask for timeout, and she's going to ask for a new softball, I believe, a dry one. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out here in the bottom of the seventh. Bama with a one-run lead. Rain coming down. The 2-2 pitch. High, and the count is full, 3-2. Obviously, it's huge. Again, you can't put anyone on base. Fouts issued two walks last inning. Home plate umpire signaling that it's two and two. No, just two and two. All right. Which is gigantic. I guess one of those pitches. Now it is three and two. Now she says, no, I was wrong. It was three and two. Oh, gosh, Chris. Come on. Can Can we just figure it out? All right, back to what I said. Huge pitch. Here it comes. And it's a ground ball is through in the center field for a base hit. As Acuna gets another hit, her second of the day, and there's a man on to start things off here in the bottom of the seven. Well, we knew it wasn't going to be easy, Tom. Arizona State with eight hits, and now the rain's coming down even harder, and yeah, they're going to they get everybody off the field. Yeah, here it's, it is absolutely pouring right now here in Tuscaloosa. Now, this won't be very long. This might be... I, are we even going to get tarp? I, we you gotta, will. Yeah, you got to get the tarp out. But, it, you know, so we'll be, what, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that well, probably? Yeah, just at least before things get back on. 
what a, what a game we have seen here, Gray. The Crimson Tide scoring nine runs in the final three innings, and they have a 9-8 lead after Arizona State took a 5-0 lead after four. Did the rain just stop? It did. The rain literally just stopped. That's uh, no, well, no, we're back. No, we're back. back. Okay. Okay. Back, it's back to rain. Everything's fine. All right. So nine runs on twelve hits and one error for Alabama. Eight runs on eight hits and one error for Arizona State. And they have the tying run on first base, the winning run coming to the plate when this rain delay is concluded. We don't expect it to be a real long one, but it looks like it is going to be at least long enough for them to get the tarp out here in Tuscaloosa. So we are in a rain delay here in the Tuscaloosa Championship, the Tuscaloosa Regional Championship games. So looking at the radar, sorry, Tom, yeah. looking at the radar they've got up over in the TV booth, it, it just popped up a little bit of red in that mass of green and just kind of to the northwest area of Tuscaloosa yeah. with that tail kind of getting where we are. And then there's another one that... Hopefully we'll go to the south of us, yeah. but it's, it's still on the radar as well. So we are in a weather delay here in Tuscaloosa. We will send it back to the uh, our affiliates, and we will be back. It is 420 right now, so we will come back with a update at 4. Well, hold on. Let's go 430. Because they have not actually pulled the tarp out. 425? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We might just have to stay here, but we will. Let's just take a let's take an extra break instead of sending it back to the affiliates. We'll take a break and we'll try to figure out what's happening here, weather wise. Out the tarp. So let's take a timeout. We'll be back here in just a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We are in a weather delay here at Rhodes Stadium. It's the championship game of the Tuscaloosa Regional. We are in the bottom of the seventh inning. Alabama has a 9-8 lead over Arizona State. The Sun Devils have a runner on first with nobody out. So the tying run is on first. The winning run is at the plate. But they have just had to pull the tarp as a pretty hard rainstorm just came through. It doesn't appear to be raining too hard right now. But there was, on the radar, a little bit of yellow and red in with the green. So we are waiting to see if we can get a estimate from those that are watching the radar on a possible restart time. Gray, was there anybody elsewhere that, that had any idea what was going on? I didn't see anything. And yeah. as I'm sure you just pointed out, the rain has stopped. It looks like it has stopped now. People are just kind of, the grounds crew, moseying around. So... Lindsay Jones out there as well. She's doing a great job as always in charge of event management here. But the umpires have headed back to the umpiring room. The teams, I believe both teams are just in the dugout. Yeah. I didn't see Alabama head to the clubhouse. I know I see, I can see Arizona State in there and looks as though they are about to pull the tarp right back off. So I think we're going to stay here. We're not going to send it back to the affiliates since the tarp is coming off here. 
Tom so Canterbury alongside Gray Robertson, and here's a great opportunity for us to take a look at the uh, Cook's Pest Control scoreboard update. A lot of stuff happening today, including an absolutely massive upset, Gray. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll just go through and let you know what's happening. And Norman, luckily we get to start out there because they're the number oh, one yeah, overall right. seed. <laughs> Wisconsin ends, I think it was 39, right? 39 or 41, something like they, that? I think they gotten over 40. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll go with 41. Ends a 41-game winning streak for Oklahoma, 2-1. Game 7 has not begun and will begin soon. It's G. Juarez versus Caitlin Menz, who just pitched the complete game victory for Wisconsin. Can't keep doing keep, what works. Yeah. Held them to one run, you know, yeah. as well. You got to stick with who got you there. It, I, dare I say it would be the biggest upset in the NCAA tournament's history? It would be up there for sure. I yeah. mean, unfortunately, we saw one of them here uh, back when Hawaii, as the number 16, beat Alabama as the one seed in Super Regional play, but. Uh, Team's already out. Yeah, Are we going to get a warm up? I don't know. No, they're not going to warm up or anything. The tarp nope. is still being. You still have a couple of minutes because the tarp is being. Okay. Undeployed. Well, right now, UCLA, Missouri, they just started no score, top of the first. UCLA already with two on. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in Washington later tonight, although we might still be playing when it begins, <laughs> Washington taking on Mississippi State. Washington needs one to go to Supers. Florida State defeated South Carolina today to go to the Tallahassee Super Regional. And Florida defeated Boise State 5 nothing. Florida will host a Super next weekend. Arizona-Auburn getting started in about an hour and a half. Tigers need to win two against the Wildcats. Minnesota, still waiting on whatever's happening up there. Georgia Drake should be restarting shortly, they if not already. Restarted. Yeah, they haven't restarted yet? Not, not according to NCAA.com, but wow. we'll see. Wow. I'm told it's now 8 o'clock Eastern that Georgia Drake will restart. Uh, so. so they're definitely playing tomorrow. Yeah, good luck with that, folks. Uh, Minnesota, one win away from Supers. We know it's happening in Tuscaloosa. In Austin, Texas, number nine overall, has to beat Houston twice. And currently in the bottom of the third, Houston leading the Longhorns 1-0. In Baton Rouge... LSU needs one against Texas Tech, and the Tigers lead 2-1 on the Red Raiders in the bottom of the fourth. Ole Miss, very close to getting into the if-necessary game. Rebels lead 5-1 on Louisiana. Rebels need to win two. Tennessee lost one earlier to North Carolina, 1-0, then came back and won 2-0 to advance the Supers. They will take on Florida in Gainesville. Oklahoma State, number 13 overall, already in Supers as of yesterday. They will head to Florida State. Kentucky beat Virginia Tech today 11-1. Wildcats and Supers, they will potentially travel to Washington. And Michigan JMU, still some heavy weather up there. They have not begun play Mm. as Michigan needs one game. And Northwestern Louisville. Wildcats of Northwestern need two games to make it to Supers and take on, amazingly, the winner of Wisconsin-Oklahoma. And currently, Northwestern leads 1-0 in the top of the fourth. That is your Cook's Best Control scoreboard update, and they have begun Oklahoma-Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a designated home team, and it's no score, top of the first. The teams are back out on the field. They went through a small warm-up, just throwing the ball around a little bit. We also saw... Asianska, the athletic trainer, come out and drop off, I think, some rosin for Montana Fouts in the circle. So to set you up on what's happening right now, there's nobody out. 
Bottom of the seventh inning, Alabama with a 9-8 lead. Bottom of the order is up for the Sun Devils, and Rianera Acuna, the seven-hole designated player, got a single to start off the seventh inning, so Danae Chapman will now step in. Chapman is 0-for-1 with a strikeout and a walk. She was pinch hit for back in the sixth inning, and she may be going to lay down a bunt, and she is, and it is bunted. And I believe it hit her in the box. Yeah. So it's a foul ball, no balls, and one strike. Referenced earlier, Arizona State doesn't do this a lot. Just 14 sack bunts all year. Chapman doesn't have a single one this season. This is not her forte. No. And Trisha Ford and Jeff Harger were wanting that to not be a foul ball. Okay. She's almost out of the box. The 0-1 is bunted foul. No balls and two strikes. It was it was fouled because it came up and hit her on the leg, according to the home plate umpire. But wouldn't it be the first thing we've gotten wrong here no. today with this umpiring crew? First drama's had a rough day, and you know they're they're cold. They haven't had to make a call in like three minutes, Tom. <laughs> Big pitch. Here comes the 0-2. That one's fouled off. Into the Bama bullpen, down the right field line. We'll do it again. No balls and two strikes. Updating you on the Austin Regional. Texas just scored a run. Texas and Houston tied at one, bottom of the third. Just a crazy day of softball (laughs) across the country. Now the 0-2. Rise ball high, one and two. Well, that foul off from Chapman was on that curve. Arizona State's done a much better job getting a hold of that pitch of foul. It's not getting hits off of it, but fouling it off. And not chasing on the rise either. Another situation, Fouts gets ahead and now is trying to end this at-bat. Fouts looks in the 1-2 pitch. And that's a blooper to second. The catch made, getting back in time, was Acuna. And there's one down. Well played by Wallace. And Acuna, good job not getting too far off the bag because Wallace is ready to throw if necessary. And a huge out. I think Fouts is going to have to face Howe at the top of the order, barring a double play here. But any as many outs as you can get on the board would be huge before that happens. Bella Loomis, though, did line into a double play her last time up. First pitch. A little bit low, I guess. One ball, no strikes. Loomis 0 for 3, fly out in the second, fielder's choice, and a run scored in the fourth, and line into that double play in the sixth. Because we have to point it out, too, she does have 10 home runs this year. Fouts has only given up four, but two yesterday. The 1-0. That's a strike, 1-1. And the wind is as still as it's been all afternoon. An under 10-minute weather delay we had. Three and a half hours since first pitch. The 1-1 pitch. Loomis with a fly ball to center. Brown is underneath it. She makes the catch for out number two. And Arizona State is down to their final out. But it's back to the top of the order. And Morgan Howe. As I said, it, it literally cannot be easy. It's That's just not allowed. It, it is mandated by law. And it's going to back to the top of the order in the senior, Morgan Howe. And she is 
going to be ready to attack. She doesn't want her career to end here, and she had that three-run homer back in the fourth a lifetime ago in this game that made it 5 nothing Arizona State. Two for three on the day. A single and a walk, as well as that home run. First pitch. In there for a strike on the outside edge. No balls and one strike. Half the crowd standing up, half sitting probably because of nerves. Yeah, right. Half standing probably because the seats are wet. Nobody really knows what to do. The 0-1. That's a blooper. That's going to be a fair ball, and it's down for a base hit. As Claire Jenkins tried to make the diving catch there off the end of the bat, blooped in. And the Sun Devils have runners on first and second. There's maybe six inches of ground there where that ball can't be collected by Jenkins or Morgan. And somehow that found the six inches. And boy, Arizona State with nine hits today, and almost all of them have been just placed perfectly. And, you know, mm. it, like I said, it's never, ever going to be easy. Skylar McCarty steps in now. Another senior for the Sun Devils from Peoria, Arizona. Just one official at-bat today, Tom. But she's reached base all four times. A walk, two hit-by pitches, and a single. First pitch. Line caught by Maddie Morgan, and Alabama wins the Tuscaloosa Regional by a final score of 9-8 to eight over Arizona State here in the championship game. For the 13th straight year, Alabama advances to Super Regionals. They've been there every year. And my goodness, what a game. Arizona State would have won the game had that ball not been caught by Maddie Morgan. That would have been in the corner. That would have scored two. Unbelievable. This game was back and forth. It was insane. It was crazy. And it came down to a slight inch. A slight inch. And that inch being right where Maddie Morgan was placed. Oh. There are no words, Tom. I have nothing else to say. How many times have I talked about the it factor? How many times have I talked about responding? How many times have I talked about the heart and grit of this team? All of those themes tied together in a big bow in a game that was really hard, but at the end of the day, every game in the postseason should be, and it just feels pretty good. <laughs> wow. Man. In the seventh inning, Arizona State gets no runs on two hits, no errors, and two runners left on base. A line drive shot by Skylar McCarty. Opposite field down the third base and left field line. Snagged by Maddie Morgan. And Alabama advances out of the Tuscaloosa Regional. Nine runs on 12 hits, one error. Ten runners left on for Alabama. Eight runs on nine hits, one error. And nine runners left on for Arizona State. The Crimson Tide has now won 40 straight NCAA regional games. And like I said, you had the Minnesota games, but I don't know if there's been one as memorable as this one, a 9-8 victory over the Sun Devils of Arizona State. No words. Good pitching, good hitting, clutch hitting. Congratulations to Arizona State as the crowd gives them a round of applause. That's a darn good team. Man. 
that woke up the bats, woke up the echoes, and they have they have as good an offense as anybody in the country. Yeah. But Alabama displaying that it factor, and then and you know it reminded me of the Mississippi State game at first when, when Alabama tied it up at five. I thought okay, and then I was worried because in the sixth you saw two quick, quick outs, right. two yeah. quick outs. I thought oh no, we're getting back to the Mississippi State game where Alabama got all that offense and then had I think two hits in the last seven innings right. of play. That didn't happen. Alabama kept the foot on the gas pedal and they had to because Arizona State was up to the task. I mean, good Lord. I, <laughs> who could we possibly play in supers that somehow makes a game as entertaining as the two we've seen between these two programs. I don't know. We'll see. It's, again, it'll be the winner of Texas and Houston coming to Tuscaloosa next weekend for Super Regional play. We'll be back in just a moment as we give you the Regions Bank postgame report. Alabama defeats Arizona State by a final score of 9-8 to eight and advances out of the Tuscaloosa Regional. It'll be Super Regional time next weekend here in T-Town. Back in a moment. Here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield, IMG College. So that's number four, a great regionals moment. Alabama defeating Arizona State 9-8. to eight. Only on six of the 15 ballots, Tom. But it got two first-place votes. And a lot of respect for this moment because I think, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I've heard Rhodes louder in, in my three years since, right. since I joined you. I would say, yeah, it, it was as loud. I'd say the loudest moments were this one here. Uh, Alabama completing the comeback against Missouri during the regular right. season, and then the Runyon Grand Slam against Oklahoma. Well, Since yes, I've, that's a given. Right, yeah, yeah, but you know, I've been doing that was my first year doing it, so I, that, that's kind of my point of reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it it was up there in that in that noise decibel level, which is when you've reached that level, you know, it's it's a really big play. Really big thing happening. And Bailey Hemphill just being Bailey Hemphill. And I think when we come out with the 2020 preseason show, we're going to talk more about this. But can you look around the conference and see anyone that challenges Bailey as a front runner for SEC player of the year? Not not right off. That's for sure. I don't. Unless there's a freshman we don't know about. Right. But that, you know, probably good for freshman of the year. I, I don't know. Right. Especially now that this next year that she's going to have even more protection in the lineup. Yes. Yeah. Bailey Hemphill, really good. <laughs> yeah, as much fun as 2019 is, 20 or it was 2020. Oh, uh, wow! Have we mentioned <laughs> Alabama's ahead of schedule? Ahead of schedule, and this was in regionals right. to win, and that leads us into a moment that happened a little bit earlier because our number three spot led to a, a great occurrence, Tom, in the last couple months. Uh, do you recall? Many times over the last few weeks that you have suddenly felt your right hand is heavier? Yes. Yes. And do you recall Patrick Murphy and the team and the coaching staff being on the field for the Tennessee game? I I do. Yes. Yes. So number three ties into something that made that happen. Mm -hmm. Specifically. I I still wonder where our purple belt is. We're supposed to get it, D'Angelo. I know know he's an out-of-the-boxer, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying, if you're going to have a belt you lose you're supposed to give the belt up <laughs> we'll talk about number three next time here on out of the box the top five moments of the alabama 2019 season number three will be next we'll tell you what it is next time we chat with you have a good one mm-hmm.